I travel around the United States in my RV, meeting real people who share the same love for racing. If you are into RV life or a fan of racing cars, follow along. I'm here with James Cahill, and we are at Ozarks International Raceway. Um, on one of the last turns of the course here, the cars are coming around. It's a SCCA race weekend. And uh, tell me just a little bit about your role and what you do with the SCCA. Uh, right now, I'm the regional executive in Kansas region, which is pretty much everything in eastern Kansas. Um, minus a couple counties up by the Kansas City area. I'm also the Midwest Division time trials administrator person. Uh, I manage the series that we put on at a whole bunch of different racetracks in the Midwest from Nebraska all the way down to Oklahoma. Um, I'm also involved in the autocross program in several different regions and the rallycross program in several different regions. Uh, as far as other leadership stuff. I'm also the Divisional Executive Committee Chairperson, uh, which is a group of all the different regional executives from pretty much the entire central United States. Well, what those, so people who aren't real familiar with the hierarchy and the, the different roles and things like that, for, for one of your main roles, can you describe like what it is you do and how, how you work with the SCCA? So every SCCA region has a board of directors uh, with various different positions based on whatever region, whatever they decide to do in their region. Yep. But all of them have a regional executive that's like more or less the president of the region. Uh, <coughs> responsible for oversight of all the different programs that the region is involved in and chooses to put on events for and, and sanction events for. Uh, the executive committee is all of those regional presidents for the division, which is more or less the entire central United States. There's 16 regions in the uh, in the Midwest division. Okay. Um, so I chair the board of that as well as the board of my own region. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the divisional time trial series is a little bit more laid back. Uh, more or less, I... I do all the registration and some of the timing and scoring, uh, a lot of the administrative stuff for the program, as well as drive when I can get out there and drive. Uh, a little bit of everything, I guess. Are now are all those roles volunteer vol volunteer roles, or some of them are a part of the SEC? Uh, they are all volunteer. Got it. Um, this weekend, I am the safety steward. This is a national event versus yep. a regional event this weekend for time trials. Um, I am the safety steward that's a volunteer position they don't typically have contractors that travel around for that um, it's okay is that too, is this too loud it's, we just have to talk really loud okay yeah so they they have certain individuals that they pay to travel around as contractors this is not one of them they rely on re regions to support programs yep which is the way it should be I mean they provide our insurance coverage we should give back uh, in any of the other leadership positions, that's all elected. So I volunteered to run for an election for the position and yep. was elected by the membership, not only of my region, but uh, in the executive committee, I was elected by all the presidents of the region. 
So with all this volunteer work do you do, do you ever get a chance to get on the track yourself? I do. Um, it's been it's been a while, but normally I'll hop in a car and say I need to do a safety check of the track. Or <laughs> last year I was I had a broken leg, so I wasn't able to drive at all. But I was out obviously volunteering to help run the events because I could sit in a chair and do what I had to do. Yep. Uh, but prior to that, yeah, I've campaigned. I don't know how many different cars and I don't know how many different series for the past twenty something years now. So yeah, I've driven. Everything that SCCA offers, I've driven it. So you've, you've probably driven rally and autocross yep. and road racing and everything? Yep. Yep. And all different sorts of classes? Yep, all sorts of different classes, cars. Some people, I, I think I've driven more other people's cars than any of my own cars. Yeah. Uh, right now I'm co-driving uh, with another time trials driver because my time trials car is in the shop with a new engine sitting next to it. It's just not in it. Yep. Um, prior to that, I had co-driven with several other solo drivers uh, only because I was driving the solo equipment trailer around or running the event and didn't have ability to get my car there yeah. so yeah I've driven in in 20 years I can't even count the number of classes I've driven in <laughs> in different different events I've driven in everything so what's what's the farthest you've gotten in terms of rankings and things like that in any of these oh I've won plenty of regional solo championships uh, I've been to Solo Nationals one time. I've been up there to party plenty of times. <laughs> I drove one time. Um, my car is not a nationally competitive car, so it didn't seem like a good financial decision to go up, but I can still enjoy the you know friendship and camaraderie and the big party that is Solo Nationals yeah. uh, outside of driving. Yeah. Um, I've participated in Rallycross National Tour events, um, won classes there. I've won divisional time trial stuff. I've placed at national time trials several years ago. Pretty much everything. Do you have a favorite format for racing? Whether that be time trial or autocross, rallycross, road racing, anything else? As long as it's competitive. Yeah. You know, the fun, while driving I want to be competitive. The rest of it, while we're out in paddock or we're in, you know, the grid or whatever, it's all supposed to be fun. Yeah. So as long as I'm being competitive in the car and I'm not just handed a trophy for showing up, yeah. I'm happy. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people will say, you know, competitive means um, it's really competitive. But I think a lot of people, what they mean by competitive is you want to have people to compete against, whatever yes. your level is. Yes. Yeah. I, I love the... Oh man, you were one tenth of a second faster than me, or you know, you were one tenth of a second behind me. Like in grid, just the camaraderie you have with the other drivers in your class, and everybody's—it's a pat on the back, no matter who wins, because you know you're all there to have fun, but do it competitively. Yep. So, of all the cars you've driven, do you have a favorite? Oh boy, that's a good one. Ask me in what type of type of event? Road racing. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a favorite in road racing, no. Okay, all right. Um, time trials, you know, honest, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have a Chevy Cavalier. That's my race car. Everybody looks at me when I say, that guy owns a Cavalier? Oh, that's just weird. <laughs> I've owned the car for 30 years now. It's gone through numerous different, you know, progressive changes in its life, and, and it's 
I built the car to be a fun car to drive and it still is a fun car to drive. It's probably the most fun car I've ever driven and yet other people drive it and they say I'll never get back in that car again. <laughs> you know, to each their own, that's my favorite car. Yeah, cool, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, do you have any um, tracks that are your favorite? You know, I, I've i been to a whole bunch of different racetracks. Solo, you can't really say I like one over the other because yeah. it's always different. Always different. Um, Right now, I think on my list of top like one or two favorite tracks would have to be Brainerd. Um, Where is that at? In Minnesota. Okay. Uh, yeah, Minnesota. Michigan. Minnesota, one of those MI states. Okay. It's a long drive from here, about Got nine it. hours. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is probably, it's, it's one of those tracks that everybody's like, I've never heard of it. And yet you go there and not only was the local region, the local SCCA region like just amazing, uh, the track itself was just, you look at tracks and you're like, wow, that track would be a fun track to drive. Like here at Ozarks, that track would be a great track to drive, but it's not a great track to learn on. You have to have done some road course stuff before you get on Ozarks here to understand like how your car is going to react to different turns. Yeah. Brainerd, you can learn that while you're there. Okay. And there's plenty of runoff. There's, you know, by runoff, I mean there's plenty of grass space between the track and the wall or the hard object. Yeah. There's plenty of runoff, but there's also a lot of elevation changes. You know, if you go to like RPM, which used to be uh, Mid American Motorplex MAM in Iowa, you know, it's flat. The whole thing is flat and there's a ton of runoff, but there's no elevation changes. So you go to Brainerd, there's elevation changes. It's just an amazing track. I really loved it. What else? You said there was one more, you said. It'd probably be National Corvette Museum, NCM. You know, it's like a mini. They they took a lot of elements from a lot of different tracks and put it there. Yeah. And they did a very nice job in the in the small footprint that they had to do it in. I, I'll tell you, just some of my best, like, racing memories are coming out of the corkscrew there and coming up the hill and going down the main stretch in front of all the bleachers and the timing and scoring and all the, the you know, the observation platforms. Yeah. It's just, it's fun. Have you, is there any uh, bucket list tracks that you have not been to that you want to do? <sighs> bucket list that I have not, everybody wants to go to Mur Nuremberg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get there. <laughs> Uh, in the U.S., jeez, Coda, probably anything on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. Is there a lot you have not been to on the East Coast? Not a lot. I mean, I've been to the Northeast, Lime Rock, Watkins Glen. Uh, there was uh, another one up there that's closed down now that was, um, oh, I forget that. I went there one time. Riverside. That's that's one of those ghost tracks now. Yeah. Um, Have you been to VIR? I've driven past it. Does that count? <laughs> I no. haven't been there. I tried to get there for runoffs last year and the year before, but yeah. it didn't work in my schedule. Got it. Yeah. Do you plan on going to runoffs this year? I don't know if it's going to work in my schedule again. Yeah. Uh, my civilian, you know, career is relatively demanding at that time of year, yep. so. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so with all this experience, you've probably seen a lot of people come through the program at SCCA. Um, how would you suggest for people that are just new, that don't even know if they want to do this thing, the whole motorsport thing, 
how should they how should they dip their toes in to kind of see if they even like it? So it used to be that you had to kind of walk up the ladder and you'd start with something easy like a road rally where you're doing timed uh, distances to understand how it works to be against the clock. Then you'd get into solo and you'd do time, you know, a time attack in a parking lot. Then you'd get into some of the like performance driving stuff, PDXs, HPDs, that kind of stuff on a, on a racetrack. Then you could get into some of the time trial stuff. So you'd, you'd work up the ladder, but you know, recently SCCA decided that it's easier to give people more opportunities to get in across a broader spectrum of stuff. So, you know, like the time, the current time trials program is designed just for that. You show up, hey, I've never, there's, there's several drivers this weekend that have never been on a racetrack before that are out here driving like they, they know what they're doing. Um, you know, SCCA provides coaches, like driver coaches specifically for that some of the HPDE stuff, if you want to get involved in that right off the bat. I've never driven a racetrack, but I want some sort of right seat coaching. We can put that together for you. If you want to learn the car more than anything, Solo is definitely the place to do it. Because you can learn how the car reacts to you at a much lower speed in a much more controlled environment. Yeah. I think the one thing that anybody who's trying to get involved into any SCCA discipline uh, really needs to focus on is get to know the people that you're there with. There is so much experience. Of, I mean, even somebody who's only done this for like one or two years has, you know, if this is your first time, they've got one or two years of experience on you. And yeah. chances are that they know somebody who's got two or three experience, yeah. years of experience on them. Yep. You know, so you by the time you've talked to several different people, you've got 50 years of experience in your yeah. first day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so we talked a little bit about uh, the likes and dislikes. Do you have any? Do you have any real memorable races that you'll just never forget? What is this rated? Um, it's rated whatever we want it to be. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah it, it, I remember. I, I remember a couple of different ones, and it wasn't because I, I podium placed or won a trophy. Uh, I did a road rally one time that was a social road rally and the truck we were in caught on fire while we were driving it. Oh my. And my wife was pregnant. She was driving at the time because it was a wine rally and the rest of us all had several glasses of wine and my wife was driving and the truck caught on fire and that was exciting. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dang. So, yeah, there, there was, you know, there's several times where I'd just been... I would say probably NCM. We went to uh, Time Trials National event three or four years ago, and we were we had just sorted out the car. By that was at the end of the season. We had just sorted it. The car felt amazing. It was a perfect day for racing. It was like 73, 74 degrees out. It was just just the feeling, you know. It, I I hit every turn in this run, you know, in this lap perfectly. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Yep. I don't ever have that feeling. <laughs> you know, uh, for me, so I've been racing for two years. Okay. Um, doing uh, B-Spec racing. Right. Um, but I, I feel lucky that I've gotten to get to so many really cool courses in such a short amount of time. And the first year I was in, I got to go to the runoffs at Indy. All right. Which were very cool, you know. So um, this is my first time here. Uh, you, you come here a lot for events? I have been here for three, 
three or four now over the last couple of years, yes. Well, I got the I got the opportunity to go on the track with JR right. yesterday, and I couldn't believe the speed we were going in that pickup in truck. In his pickup truck, yeah. <laughs> when we came out last year, SCCA, uh, the, the local road race group, we put together a... Uh, a crash fire rescue course, basically for corner workers, how to react to a car that has crashed or, you know, is on fire or something like that. Yeah. And we did that for the track because they had no way, no other way of doing it. Um, when we came out for that, it was more or less like the third event that the track was actually open to the public. And prior to that, he only had a handful of corner workers that actually knew how to work a corner. Um... But when he took us all out, I think it was Friday night or something like that. It was a Friday-Saturday deal. When we all went out Friday night with him, I mean, he was full tilt in his pickup truck, and we're all trying to keep up in our whatever cars we were in, and we couldn't keep up with him because <laughs> none of us knew the track. It, it blew me away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we Last night we were, I don't know which hump we're going over, but we were over 100 on the roller coaster in his yep. truck. I'm yep. just like, oh, That's my That's crazy. God. <laughs> Yeah, this, this is a very interesting place. Uh, it's so spread out, and I'm back in the RV area, but it seems like they're always making improvements here. Yep, yep, and he did a, uh, he has a plan, and he knew he wasn't gonna get everything up and running the first day he was open, he just knew it. Yeah. So like last year, he didn't have working showers, and I think only one bathroom was open. But this year, everything's open, he's got the, the general store over there with all the stuff you could buy and, and that wasn't there last year. Half of the timing building wasn't usable last year and, and he's still, I mean, every time I come over here, it's like, well, now there's lines painted on the ground in paddock. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just really nice. They, they got electricity, 30 amp uh, and 50 amp out at the RV spot, but they don't have water yet, but they have right. the water faucets, right? They just have to connect it. Right. So they'll, they'll soon have that and that'll yep. be great. Yep. So. Yep. Well, I, I appreciate your time and, and your help so that I could get situated here. I really appreciate sure. that. And um, I'll, I'll be reaching out to find out what's going on next for the it's Kansas City region, right? Can't, uh, well, I'm involved with both, but Kansas and Kansas City are two different regions. Got yes. it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks it's for coming pleasure out. pleasure talking to you. For sure. I want to thank you for listening to Driven to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope... We've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. If you like the content, please share and like. But I have one ask for everyone listening. I would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter. Simply visit my website, driventocompete.com, and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag.